It's staying in the fight to be there as a father. It's staying in the marriage to make that work. That's how I see grit. That's how I bring well, what I believe bringing grit into these areas of life. And that's what's required, man. Like, why would you quit on it? Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. Now, if you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. Ben, it's good to have you here as always. Good to be here, brother. So the definition that Webster gives to this word, grit, is firmness of character, the indomitable spirit. It refers to the quality of being able to persevere and maintain determination in the face of difficulties and challenges. Grit implies a combination of courage, resilience, and tenacity, and pursuing and achieving long-term goals, even when confronted with obstacles or setbacks. It emphasizes the ability to stay focused, driven, and committed despite adversity. Now, we're talking about grit here today. And when you search or when you Google YouTube the word grit, a TED Talk from 10 years ago by a lady in the name of uh, Angela Lee Duckworth. I think he's got like over 12 million views in the last 10 years, right? In this TED Talk, she basically talked about how people's success isn't based on you know, their IQ scores, social intelligence, good looks, physical abilities and health and all of that stuff, right? That a huge portion of one's success is based on grit. And that's basically being able to stay in the fight to make your goals, dreams, and aspiration, you know, become a reality, right? And she also talked about having this growth mindset. And it basically means that your ability to learn and to grow your capacity or ability to learn isn't some set number, right? It isn't, hey, I'm 40 now. I've learned as much as I can in life. That it's really about the effort that you put in, right? Like how bad do you actually want it? That's my take on it. So yeah, let's talk about grit, okay? Now, one of the trends that I'm seeing more and more, especially in the last, I would say, two months, is that I'm seeing more and more people give up, right? It's like, well, I'm stuck in this job. This is all that I know. You know, fuck it. There's no reason for me to push further, right? And the marriage is okay. She's not leaving me. We've been together for 15 years now. There's no reason for me to make an effort for us to connect. There's no reason for me to, to set up a date or, you know, for us. There's no reason for me to push myself even more. You know, we've got the okay life. We've got that one, you know, three week vacation once a year. The kids are going to a nice private school. There's no reason for me to do anything else. Like things are okay. Now, my question to you is this. Why do some people tend to give up when they reach a certain level of comfort and stability in their life? My take on it is, one, not being clear on where to next and no real innate drive to get it. And two, it's when you hit that comfortable space, and I've reached it at times before, you kind of go, well, Man, like I want to relax. Like I want to chill here. I want to stay in this modality. I want to just 
do this same thing over and over and over again. The problem is after a while, that starts to become monotonous and it doesn't feel the same way. It's like when you buy a new car, man, like for the first couple of weeks, it's fucking, how good is yeah, it? Fucking new car, feels, smells, has a certain smell, has a feel. You come and visit it, that owner of the new car six months later and it's, man, he's, he's onto the net. Man, I, I need the next best car, I need the next best car. And it's the same thing when we fall into these comfort zones. We can very easily tell ourselves we want to stay here. But the truth is, it's like the analogy I use in terms of an apple on a tree. While the apple's connected to the tree and it's looking for growth, it is growing. Like it's being nurtured and it's growing and it's doing its thing. And as soon as you pluck it from the tree, it doesn't stay ripe sitting on a table until it's eaten. It's slowly decaying. That's the analogy we're going to look at in our lives. Like you're either moving forward or you're moving backward. And so this complacency really starts to tear people down. And if it's not looked at through that lens, what tends to happen is guys get to a certain level in life, they sit there. And the shitty habits start to come in. You know, it's like a couple of beers every few nights. They're not training themselves. They're not doing, you know, in terms of the physical side, they're not learning any new skills. They're just going through the motions. And then slowly over time, like this starts to degenerate the man. And it's, you know, it shows up in marriage, you know, like a year later, the wife's like, I'm not happy anymore. And it's like, what the hell? Like, I thought everything was smooth and it was just this man getting caught in, the, in, in complacency. And so we've got to be very, very careful of that. Um, so I think when it comes to grit and tying that in with this conversation we're having here is I've let go of the fact that there is ever a ceiling to be reached. There is no end. When I say there is no end game, the end game is lights out. When I'm on the deathbed and it's my time to go, that's when the game ends. Until then, I'm continually seeking a deeper understanding of myself. And through that, it drives me to continually show up and put in the work into my marriage, into being a father, into business, into my health, into my personal development work, into self-acceptance, self-love. It never actually stops. And it's I've actually had people in my world going, oh, mate, like, when's enough enough, Ben? (laughs) Like, when when are you ever going to be, you know, like, in their view, that's like, are you not happy with what you have? And I said, man, I'm fucking exceptionally grateful for what I have. It's beautiful. You know, it's like, I'm very grateful for the life I lead. Well, then why keep digging? It's like, what else? What else am I here to do, man? I'm not willing to fucking just sit around and do nothing. Like, that doesn't interest me. I'm, there's a beauty that comes by learning and digging and cutting through layers and finding out more new stuff about myself because I don't actually think I will know everything about myself before I die. And so it's beautiful. It's the infinite game, as Simon Sinek would say. You know, it's like there is no end. When you find that and you accept that and that's reality and you go into it, man, like, yeah, there's challenges and life's always challenging, but it's beautiful because I continually grow through that process. Let me ask you this. Would you consider yourself a gritty person? Yeah, I feel I've, I've got grit, man. Like I've got tenacity. You know, it's, I've caught myself though, don't get me wrong, like I've caught myself in the traps of comfort and complacency and I've had to pull myself out of it. I'm one of those guys who I don't give up. Like I'm not willing to just pack shit in. Like I will think it, don't get me wrong. Like the thoughts pass through me. And there are times where I'm like, oh, mate, 
it's just too hard. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But then I grab myself. I'm like, man, and I have a real hard conversation with myself. I'm like, you serious? Like, why are you done? It really just boils down to one thing. It's like, I don't like the discomfort. I'm like, I want to just, I just want to stay in the comfort zone. And once I get through that and realize, mate, it will come. Your comfort will come once you get through the discomfort of whatever challenge you're going through because nothing lasts forever. And so then when I stick with that and I go through it, I'm so much more grateful for the outcome down the line than the short-term gratification or outcome of just going, yeah, I'm going to stop here. For me, every time I hear the word grit, it was always like attached to, you know, it's grit on the gridiron. It's me back in my old high school days, you know, playing sport, playing football, because at the end of the day, like that's all I had was grit. I didn't have the size. I didn't have the speed. I wasn't, you know, super, you know, high intelligent IQ guy like they talk about with LeBron James and all that stuff. So for me, like grit is like that world, right? Like it's like sport. It's never really like I don't see the connection with grit in terms of being a father and being a husband. So I'm curious, like from your end, like how does grit transition or translate from that to like you being a better husband and being able to have like this amazing relationship with your partner and with your chosen one? Yeah. So I think people get mistake. They think grit, like fucking white knuckle, fucking grit, man. Like you got to grit, you got to grind it out. You know, it's like, it's heavy. Like it's a, it's a real heavy thing and it's, you got to push through the fucking sweat of it and all that. Look, grit, going back to Duckworth's evaluation of it and how she depicts it, right? The courage is part of it. Tenacity is part of it. So we've got to think about marriage, man. Like when it comes to marriage, it's like grit is not giving up when things are hard. Grit is having the courage to stay in and do everything possible to keep a marriage together if that's the desired outcome, if that's what you want. And it's the same with kids. It's like we talked about it on the Father's Podcast a couple of weeks ago, right, in terms of it's very easy that when your child, you know, maybe turns into the teenager, they're not listening to you, they're just, you know, like they're figuring out the world. And we as a parent just go, oh, fuck it. I give up. Like, I give up. I've heard it a lot. You know, like it's, it's a very easy thing for a parent to say, oh, well, fuck it. I give up on little Johnny, man. Like, it's just, it's too hard. He doesn't listen anymore. Fuck it. I'm done. Grit is staying in the fight, man. It's staying in the fight to be there as a father. It's staying in the marriage to make that work. That's how I see grit. That's how I bring well, what I believe bringing grit into these areas of life and that's what's required man like why would you quit on it why would you give up on something that you one you've invested time into but two you've gone like this is a beautiful opportunity here yeah it's uncomfortable yeah it, it feels like it's not you know doing the right thing but i'm learning so much about myself as i go through challenging periods and i think it's you know when you can grab that and really lean in on it and like we said, you know, like short-term gratification, well, I quit, fuck it, you know, get, fall into the comfort zone versus hanging on and putting in the work and then the outcome, whatever it is, it's like you get a different outcome and you start to feel confident about yourself because you're like, man, I, I back myself. Like I know I'll go through challenging experiences and challenging times, but I'll back myself, man, because, you know, I won't just give up because I want to chase the instant gratification of well, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. And I think it's a very important piece of the puzzle to understand if you really want to 
have a beautiful marriage. Like I didn't give up on my marriage and thankfully Chosen One didn't give up on me in our marriage, man, because, you know, I know I was, you know, I was hard to deal with, but Chosen One stuck with it. Now we've, she saw something in me and I've worked tirelessly on it. And now we've got a beautiful marriage and a beautiful union, but it, it took grit, man. Like our marriage is built around grit, you know, even to the level of when we first, you know, started to look to have children, you know, we went through IVF and that was, there was a part of that, man, in during that time where like as a guy, it's just like, ah, fuck it, it's too hard. But for me, it was like, like deep down inside, I just knew there was, you know, it was like deeper rooted sense of, I don't give up, mate. I'm not willing to give up. That's where I see grit playing its role here. And then, you know, I think a lot of guys when they end up giving up, it's because, you know, they don't really have like a clear vision or a clear purpose on why they're going towards something. Right. So like, how does the lack of purpose and being clear sort of lead to this life of complacency and then eventually like people will give up? Well, man, like you said, if you don't know what it is you really want and where you're going, when things get challenging, you're just going to fall back to your current you know, base level. Because you're like, well, this is as good as it gets. So I'll just stick here. I don't think it's just because of lack of clarity that guys give up, or girls, but I'm talking really around guys. Like I really feel a lot of the time is because there's some expected outcome, right? Like let's say in business, well, I need to get to $10 million. I've got to get a $10 million business. And then they're starting to go through and then, and then they start thinking, oh man, like what if I put in all this effort, all this time, all this energy, and I don't get that outcome? Well, then I've just wasted it. So fuck it. I quit. Marriage, it's the same thing. Hey, Ben, yeah, but what if I do this work on myself and really put in the effort and really work on, you know, transforming this, the marriage and trying to really make it work, but it doesn't work out. Like I've just wasted all this time, effort and energy. And I'm like, so you just, what are you going to do? I might as well not start. What we've got to look at is instead of focusing on a fucking outcome, you've got to look at what can happen during the process of it? If I talk about marriage again, because we don't know, like the truth is there is no certainty. There is no guaranteed outcome. The only thing that can happen though, in my view, when it comes to this type of stuff around grit, it's like, well, man, if I put in the effort, energy and you know, time, money, et cetera, and I go in on this thing and the outcome isn't what I desired, I know I'll be a different person. I will see the world differently. I will feel different. Like you, you can't say that's not truth because if I'm doing things differently, I'm going to get different results. I'm going to see a different world. That's sort of moving from this outcome desired type of life down to a process driven life. Like I'm working on just falling in love with the process. It's like anytime I'm coming up against big roadblocks and challenges, et cetera, instead of going, oh, fuck, you know, why is this always how? I'm like, okay, beautiful. I'm going to evolve from this. I'm going to learn something new about myself. And it's going to test me on all levels. And I think this is the mindset, like this growth mindset that you mentioned at the start. Like that's what growth mindset really is. It's like being able to go into this and think about, well, the worst possible outcome by me investing time, effort, energy, money, et cetera, into this piece is I'm going to grow. That's the worst outcome. So it's a win-win in my view. The best outcome is I get the outcome that I desire, but the outcome I desire may not be the thing that I actually truly, truly desire. And it might shift and change along the way. But through that process and through that journey, I'm becoming a bigger, 
wiser, stronger, more connected, more present, more happy, more grateful, more fulfilled man through the journey as I reach out towards this specific outcome I'm looking for. I'm letting go. I'm like, whether that outcome happens or not, that's not up to me, man. I'm just here in the game, in the process. And I think that's why men give up. That's why we quit. It's because, well, if I'm not going to get it, if I'm not certain, if you can't fucking guarantee I'm going to get that outcome, well, I'm not even going to try. And mate, that's a recipe for fucking complacency. And that's a recipe for just heading straight downhill, ending up in a really shitty position until you are forced to make a move, i.e. she's walked out the door. You've got such poor health that you don't have a fucking choice but to get up and start doing something. And I'd rather move in a time of you know abundance rather than a time of crisis. Yeah. And then let's look at it the other way, right? Let's look at it about like actually like grit and being able to live that life, right? Because we all know like, you know, your kids and my kids, they are constantly watching the things that we do. So if they're seeing us live this life where, hey, nothing is going to stop me in my way. I'm going to make sure that I work through hard, you know, push through the challenges, whatever obstacles come my way, I'm going to go over it, underneath it or around it. But it's not going to stop. So what lessons do you end up teaching your kids about perseverance and not giving up through your actions and through showing them how to live life like that gritty way? Yeah, man, like it's in the way you live. My children watch me get up, you know, go train, do the things that are uncomfortable. They watch me persevere with things. They watch me have the courage, you know, like, and I express to them, you know, sometimes they ask, you know, like, why'd you do that? And I'm like, well, it was out of my comfort zone and I really wanted to go and do that. You know, they watch me have cold showers. They watch me do the things that most go, man, that's crazy. Why would you do that? But I do it anyway, because I'm like, well, I know I'm going to grow off the back of it. They're watching me persevere with, you know, like, Every time we're with other people and I'm the one who doesn't drink, you know, like in their mind, they're like, how come you don't drink? And I'm like, it doesn't serve me. And I think it's these little things that they see that they're like, huh, my dad has grit. My dad has perseverance. My dad has courage. And I want to lead by example and say, well, that's innate in you as well. If you choose that you want to have it, like even around the growth mindset. So something, it's interesting to watch my son and daughter on different levels on this. You know, my daughter already has It's probably more of a female thing, but it's, you know, especially at a young age, you know, she's got the growth mindset. Like she's curious and, you know, looks into these things. You know, she doesn't go for instant gratification. She will go for the long-term gratification. She's really good at saving her money and putting things to the side and saving up for a goal and putting all those bits and pieces. And we talk about it with her on this level. You know, it's like, you know, you can do that right now, sweetheart. And that's instant gratification. And you got to think about, okay, well, how will you feel now? Okay, you're going to feel awesome. How are you going to feel in a week? How are you going to fill in a month? Versus you don't do that now and you save up, you know, if we're talking money and we save up for this thing that's down here, how will you feel then? What would that feel like? And she gets it. She's like, yeah, well, I'll feel much better knowing that I've done this versus doing this now. And I said, well, that's instant gratification versus the long-term gratification. It's like, that's a muscle. Like I always remind the kids, this is a muscle. You got to practice this. Bodhi, on the other hand, is, you know, like over the years, been very instant gratification. Like I need this now. I need this now. And, you know, he buys all the things, you know, does all the things with his pocket money, et cetera. But I watched it. I've been watching this recently. We were out a couple of weekends ago. Chosen One was away. I had the kids on my own and we we're going around. And he's like, oh, I really want to have a look at XYZ in, in one of these stores after we had lunch. And I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. And we're looking around and he's, man, he's like picking up all the cheap toys that he could get for like $10, $15. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get this. 
And then it's on to the next, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. He goes, what do you think, daddy? I was like, man, it's, it's your money. I said, just think about it. Remember you said you wanted to save up for this particular thing. And that $10, $15, man, is it's going to hinder you and slow you down from getting that thing over there. Yeah, but I want this now. And I said, that's cool. I said, as you know, that's instant gratification. You got to think how you feel today. You're going to feel great buying it. You're going to get a massive rush of dopamine. You're going to feel awesome. But then in a week's time, as you're moving towards your savings goal, you're going to feel like, ah, I wish I didn't buy it because it's just, it'll fall apart. It'll break, et cetera. Man, I watched his mind wrestle with this. He's holding it. He's feeling it. He's starting to walk through the store with it. And then he just stops. He goes, no, nah, I don't want it. I was like, okay, man, no problem. And he went and put it back. <laughs> and he, you know, he comes back. And as we walked out, I was like, brother, I'm proud of you, man. I said, I'm not proud of you, you know, because you did something that I wanted you to do. I said, I'm proud because I've watched you wrestle with that and you're giving up this short-term gratification for the long-term thing. And I said, that's why daddy does CrossFit every day. It's not about the short-term, it's the long-term. That's why I don't drink alcohol. It's not the short-term, it's the long-term. That's why, you know, even in business, you know, it's not about just taking the instant gratification hit in business. I play the long-term game. I said, that's the beauty of it, man. I said, how does that feel? And he goes, yeah, I feel really good. And I was like, that's it, man. That's grit. I feel that's me leading the way, not telling them you have to grid and put it back and you're not buying that right now. And you know that's wasting your money. I'll let him work that out. I'll just lead by example, lay the seeds. These kids can do what they want. That's totally their choice. But I feel it's getting through to them. And that's I feel proud as a father when I can do that, when I lead by example through the notion of grit by showing them rather than telling them. That's Ben Sockeld and I'm Michael. And this has been another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. Stay strong. So brother, thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. If you want to know more about Rising Kings, the methodology, the system, and how we do it, I highly recommend you register for one of our upcoming Rising Kings masterclasses. You can do this by heading to risingkings.com.au forward slash masterclass. 